0: Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio.
1: I'd like to welcome everyone back to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, a uh, part two uh, of a continuing series, but there many, many parts before this, but a part two of our conversation where we just were with Dr. Janet Smith Warfield. Um, wonderful author and the name of her book is shift change your words change your world and the name of her uh, wonderfully critically acclaimed uh, book is that but uh, her just as uh, powerful radio show is dancing with words dancing with wisdom dr janet smith warfield here with me frank mckay doc welcome back (laughs) thank you frank as we uh as we were speaking as we ended out the last show uh you were talking about uh eating fire. you were talking about bending steel bars with your neck. You were talking about uh jumping off of uh things the size of a telephone pole i mean all of these are are commitments to belief right commitments to um to a uh a belief in oneself that's what it's designed to do uh, g- give us you know just an update and again for folks who didn't hear the first part. Uh, just continue on if you if you don't mind, because I think it's very important. It, a lot of people don't do those things, and a lot of people um, have uh, done them. And many, you know, people—a small percentage of people in the world—have done those things. But but you're one of them. You you like to do that. You like to challenge yourself.
0: I don't even think of it that way. I don't know. I just am who I am. And I've had many, many, many both um, eye-opening experiences and also many really hard, challenging experiences, such as dealing with the terror or dealing with rage. I've been there, too. That's not a fun place to to be. What do you do with this rage when it's infesting your body. You've got to find a way of moving it forward in a constructive, non-destructive way. And, you know, all this stuff is challenging. One thing I think I have always loved to do is solve puzzles or solve problems. So that may be one thing that drives me. I loved geometry in high school because it all fit together and uh, you start with a single assumption, but then you could develop this whole interconnected theory around it. So yeah, I, we were talking in the earlier show about being a fraud. Well, perhaps in a sense, we are all frauds because we all begin with some basic, belief. And then we expand that single belief into an entire system of beliefs. And perhaps I am doing that just as well as everyone else. So in that sense, maybe it's kind of deceptive or fraudulent. But the real question is, it certainly makes sense to me. Does it make sense to anybody else? Can anybody else use some of these thoughts in their own lives, in their own life, to improve it. I don't know the answer to that. That's not for me to decide. But what is within my own life force is to put it out there.
1: Hmm. Yeah, you know, very, you know, Listen, very well said. Uh, let me switch gears. And and we'll come back to this in, in a bit. And again, Frank McKay here with Dr. Janet Smith Warfield. Uh, let me ask you about something. We've spoken about it off mic, but it it just it it, it shows further depth. Uh, it shows range. You know, you have you you cover a lot of different areas, uh, including law, right? Uh, law and, um, uh, and the real estate business and everything else. But uh, tell us about the the, the association that you have with uh, the New Republican and give me the full name of it.
0: It's Terry Patton is the one who originated it. He has written a book called Living in the New Republic of the Heart. And he has brought together almost 200 very, experienced, articulate, conscious, educated people from all over the planet, people who have simply chosen to sign up for this um, year-long experiment, is what he calls it. And his focus is, a lot of his focus is on co-creating a, he calls it a we space space. Uh, And it's very hard to talk about. But it's a very dynamic, co-creative, respectful, um, exciting, fascinating group of people who have come together into this one virtual community. And it is a virtual community. We do things online.
1: What drew you to this in the first place?
0: Well, I know Terry personally because I went out to something that used to exist out in Boulder, Colorado, called the Integral Living Room. The space in which it was held has now been demolished to build something else. So they ended those gatherings a couple of years ago, but that's where I first met Terry. Terry was one of the three co-facilitators of that space. The other two were um, Jeff Spalsman and Diane Muschel Hamilton. So I, I knew Terry personally. I think I'd already read his book before I was offered the opportunity to participate in this program. And a lot of my own life path and challenges and struggles and intentions have been to do something similar to... And, and, of course, this is a mirror, again, of my own childhood, where I know this is possible. People can live together in harmony and mutual respect and freedom of speech and mutual support. I've been in that space. I know it is possible. I've also been through a lot of trauma. So how do we move the entire planet back into this space of mutual respect and harmony and co-creativity? That's been, I think, one of my guiding challenges. How do we do this? It's not that easy. So when I saw that Terry had started this, he calls it a a year-long experiment, I thought, yeah, I want to be part of that. And I think everyone else who is participating probably joined for a similar reason. Yes, this is where I want to be. I want to be in a space with other co-creative people. Hmm. And and Terry talks about, uh, he says that, um, he says that uh, there's a saying out there someplace, I don't know where it came from, that the next uh, Buddha may be a sangha. And a Sangha, as I understand, it, and I don't know a lot about this, but I, I believe it is, it's a Buddhist concept of maybe a group of co-creative people, or probably in other terminology, it would be a monastery.
1: Right. A place where people go and collectively either pray or meditate.
0: Yes. Or or support
1: one another. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's I, listen. This sounds, this this sounds interesting. Uh, it, it sounds wonderful the way you're explaining it. But Dr. Janet Smith Warfield is the voice that you're hearing. If you're just joining us, or if you're just turning on your radio, your uh, your computer, whatever you're listening to us on, I want to uh, uh, just welcome everyone. Dr. Janet Smith-Warfield is an author and radio show host and much more uh, an attorney, uh, much more uh, than that, but uh, she is, uh, she has just uh, put together a wonderful career. Janet, uh, Dr. Janet Smith-Warfield is soon to be the subject of a documentary, and we'll be letting you know more about that as we get closer to it, and we'll let you know where you can see that and, and witness her and all her glory, uh, speak about her life in her own words. Dancing with words, dancing with wisdom, is the name of the of the radio show that she hosts, and it's it's fascinating, it's wonderful. And if you're listening to her here, you can imagine uh, what she uh, what she does as host. Name of the book is Shift: Change Your Words, Change Your World. Uh, Frank McKay here with Dr. Janet Smith Warfield. Uh, what do you see as being an over, uh, overall Picture that you have in your mind of where you wish the world was, and again, I, you know, I don't want to sound too utopian or, or too bohemian here, but uh, you you do have a um, a global look at things, and you have and you've said a lot of things over the uh, over the time I've known you, uh, you know, on recording and and not on recording that give indication that you're you're thinking globally, you're thinking about. Uh, Everyone, universally, you're thinking about like a world experience rather than just your personal success. You look at success, from my standpoint, you look at success more as a, uh, uh, as a global thing, what you can do to affect others and like a trickle down and so forth. And again, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but that's how I see you and how you look at the world. Can you summarize the thought of what you hope for the world?
0: I could try. (laughs) I give it my best shot. Yes, certainly a world where each person stands strong and tall in his or her own integrity. Each person is free to make whatever choices they choose to make in their own life. Within community, we do perhaps more watching and listening than we do talking. We become a witness or an observer of what is going around us, and then we add our thoughts as appropriate in context to serve the whole. Now, why do we do that? We do it because it benefits each and every one of us. So if you think in terms of what is going to benefit me in this situation, it is not pushing somebody else down. It is not killing somebody else or abusing somebody else. It is lifting other people up so that they can support you and lift you up as well. So the ultimate vision I have is a living, breathing, dynamic, co-creative world where everyone has a contribution to make because everyone is unique and yet we do it In a community of mutual respect, listening to others with respect, it doesn't mean we have to agree with their perspective, but we at least uh, hear what they are saying, perhaps with what the Buddhists would call a beginner's mind, that I may not understand another person's words. But then maybe there's something that I don't know and that I could learn from this other person. But this is also a community in which each individual protects their own energy field. You don't allow someone else to abuse you. You don't allow someone else to destroy things that are important to you and meaningful to you. So you protect Rather than um, attack, you protect what is important in your life, hmm. and you protect that in a way that does not um, does not destroy another. No, I I don't know whether that answers your yeah. question or not.
1: Well, I, I, it it goes far beyond. I think. I mean, it's, uh, uh you know, I, I thought you were going to say "do unto others as others do." Now, I knew you wouldn't. Say, I knew you wouldn't give me some cliche, uh, cliche answer. But I think that's wonderful. It's uh, it's it, you know, you always get me thinking. Every time we hang up the phone, I'm I'm thinking and I'm thinking uh, about something that uh, that you say. You know, I have a general feeling. And, and again, when people talk about, uh, you know, being progressive or being conservative or whatever, I, you know, I certainly think I'm, I'm socially progressive in so many ways. And, and my general feeling is, uh, it, you know, as long as someone's happy, as long as somebody's happy, as long as they're not hurting someone in order to be happy, then more power to them. Right? I mean, like... There's, what,
0: a, very, there's a very simple rule that one can use for um, community interaction and uh, personal freedom. Uh, That rule is do whatever you want as long as you are not harming yourself or another person. Now, whether or not you're creating harm, of course, is a little tricky area to negotiate. But if you want a simple guideline, that's it. Do whatever you want as long as you are not hurting someone
1: else. Well, having said that and and having um, uh, qualified that, uh, you know, we almost have to define what harm is. Uh, Again, uh, Frank McKay (laughs) here with Dr. Janet Smith-Warfield, Dancing with Words, Dancing with Wisdom, and and, uh, that's the name of the uh, radio show and the book, a wonderful book, critically acclaimed and award-winning book, is a shift change your words change your world? Frank McKay here once again with Doctor Janet Smith Warfield. I mean, what is harm? You know, somebody you know, a parent, a controlling parent might say, "Well, you're harming me because you're not doing what I want you to do." And you know, you know, is that harm? You know, that's uh, harm is a subjective uh, term. Harm, uh, you know, to me is is infringing on someone um, unwilling uh, un- unwillingly um or you uh, you know uh, doing something that infringes on someone and uh well i don't know i mean you know what is harm how do you uh, how do you define harm um uh, you know are people that are speaking their minds uh, you know maybe even supporting a candidate or a president that we don't agree with uh if they're walking around with hats or they're walking around with shirts or or whatever um are they harming anyone by uh, by supporting someone, uh, you know, and again, I, I'm not comparing uh, this to anyone. And, and again, you always got to be careful when you say the H word and uh, but Hitler, right? I mean, were were the people that were supporting Hitler harming somebody? And and I think uh, the obvious answer is, of course, because they were enabling someone who was who was killing people because of, of uh you know, their religion or because of their differences or whatever, and, uh, and he was a mass murderer and, you know, to empower or to appease uh, a mass murderer is something else. But when you start getting into, like, American politics where um, we don't have uh, anything that uh, we we have safety nets where where something like that at this point anyway would be protected from. Uh, we we can't create a Hitler under our circumstances. We really can't. We can create some pretty or, or allow some pretty bad people to get into pretty powerful positions, but uh, but again, what exactly? Um, is uh, is harm? Actually, I brought this up a little late. We're gonna need a whole show <laughs> if we're gonna talk about this. Uh, we're coming we're coming towards the end here uh, with our conversation with uh, Dr. Janet Smith Warfield. But stay tuned uh, in, in the future. We have plenty of shows to go. And uh, Dr. Janet Smith Warfield is our very special guest. And uh, uh, Dr. S- uh, Smith Warfield, uh, give us a uh, give us an overview of what we're talking here. Uh, talking about what we've been saying. And if you can summarize it in two minutes, uh, let's do so.
0: Oh, Frank. Now, (laughs) that's an impossible assignment because we are talking about aspects of everything. And you, through your questions, you are zeroing in and focusing on one particular aspect of the whole, which we can discuss in some depth, and in fact, in almost infinite depth. But to summarize the whole, I can't. That's why it is so much easier for each person to go inside of themselves and do the inner work that needs to be done, the self-examination, answering questions like, what do I think? What do I feel? What do I need? What are my choices? What do I need to know? And who can I trust? Mm. Wow. That simplifies it. Yeah, that's wonderful. And and one more thing. Yeah. If you think in terms of holarchies, then the tiniest grain of sand, each individual contains within them the whole cosmos, so that if you evolve your way through your own challenges and issues, you will then, um, how can I phrase this, you are the cosmos at that point because you've experienced it all within your own tiny little being that seems so totally inadequate and insignificant.
1: Wonderful. Just wonderful. Uh, Frank McKay here, thanking Dr. Janet smith Warfield for being here and uh, part of a continuing series with uh, the author, once again, of Shift, Change Your Words, Change Your World, and the host of a radio show called Dancing with Words, Dancing with Wisdom. Dr. Smith Warfield, thank you.
0: (laughs) Thank you for having me. It's been
1: fun, Frank. Dr. Janet Smith-Warfield, everyone, has been our very special guest. Binge listen to everything that we've been doing together and binge listen to her show. And uh, look out for a documentary, which will be coming out soon, and we'll let you know when and where. You can see that. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you next time on Breaking It Down.